0: Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International.
1: Well, happy new year. Thank you for listening to the Activate podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a ministry resource of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan, and I serve as the connections pastor at Journey. It's a new year, it's 2021, and I'm here with Pastor Christian, uh, who recently started a new series called This is Journey and our message title this weekend is why we pray the series premise uh, really is uh, is to learn the heartbeat of our local church so you can engage in the calling and vision God has given us uh, as we jump into the message as always it's it's a new year so we really hope your faith will be activated this 2021 um so uh, listen in and we hope to encourage you today pastor christian it's it is a new year hallelujah it's 2021 what what are you most looking forward to in this new year?
0: Well, just to, to begin with this, with this series, so we're doing a three-week series called This Is Journey to just really bring before the people the things that are radically important um, to what we believe our call as Christians are in the kingdom. One, prayer, uh, and our church's focus on prayer. Uh, two, discipleship, growing spiritually, and our church's focus on discipleship and growing spiritually. And then three, our 25-year vision, uh, which includes the the basically the equipping centers that we think God wants every church to become. Our Bible Institute, our ministry school. Uh, we believe that churches are supposed to be about the Great Commandment, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The Great Compassion, see and help hurting people in your community, and the Great Commission, uh, go into all the world and make disciples uh, of the whole world, teaching them who Jesus is and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So as we started our message, we said, you know, we, we want you to know about our local church. One, because we believe the church is people. Um, we, we don't believe that the church is, is journey. Like journey is not mentioned in the Bible. Um, but we believe the the local church is a group of people who are on mission together. And And we want people to understand our church is not a destination that you come and sit in. Our church is a movement that you are called to serve in. And if you are called to serve alongside us, we hope you are passionate as a disciple of Jesus about prayer, about spiritual growth, and about and about the impact that God wants all of his followers to have on the world. So really, this series is much less about our organization, and it's much more about the heart uh, and the impact that every follower of Jesus has. And as I look forward to 2021, for us, um, when I look in those three very specific areas, uh, I'm excited about our our 10 days of wait and pray that we're just beginning. I'm excited about our church's prayer movement. I'm excited about the prayer center that will open in our new building at the end of the year. Uh, when I look at week two of this series and I think about spiritual growth and discipleship, uh, I'm so excited about our growth track, the spiritual pathway that we've put together to help people know God and be transformed and discover their purpose and make a difference. We really feel that we have a very good system now to take someone like, like maybe someone who just became a follower of Jesus at one of our Christmas services and help them now on a much more transformational level, understand and know who God is really begin to move towards an, an internal transformation, not being conformed any longer to the pattern of the world, but being transformed by who God is and, who His Holy Spirit is helping them discover their purpose and plug in, not a destination to sit in, but a movement to serve in, uh, and then and then making a difference in the world. We we believe that if everyone will become who God created them to be and do what God created them to do, that will that God's kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven, like Jesus asked us to pray for. And then I'm excited for our our, our building that's going to be open uh, at the end of the year that uh, will will be under construction all year long. I think it's a picture of all of us internally spiritually that god has us all at various states of construction he's building in us um you know his his kingdom so that he can build through us his kingdom in the world Uh, and man i just i can't wait to move into our new building for the way it's going to allow the spiritual crowd that has been journey kind of spread the last few years, a couple of different campuses, four or five different services, sometimes live, sometimes video, to bring our spiritual family together under one roof, one house, uh, one day with time to be together, space to be together, I think is is just is going to be legendary. I think it's going to help our church feel like what we all want our church to feel like on Sunday morning. So I'm, I'm really excited about those things as we begin the new year.
1: And, and as people see it taking shape out front, I think it's building the excitement as we watch them pouring concrete, as people are driving by and seeing steel. It excites, I know you and I as, as ministers of the gospel to think of all the people who are hurting, who are driving by now, who will, who one day will pop in that place and their life will be forever changed. It's going, it is going to be a really exciting year. Uh, the series premise, um, as we mentioned before is for people to learn as you kind of said, the heartbeat of our our local church, so you can engage in the calling and vision God has for us. Uh, You go on to share the JCI mission, uh, which is we exist to see people far from God become passionate Christians who make a difference in the world. Why why has it been so important to share this mission, which we do every single week, uh, every single Sunday since we began in 2011? Why has that been so important? So I, you know, I,
0: I... I use this phrase in in my first question, um, in my first answer. Our our church is not a destination. Our church is not a service. Our church is not a place to sit in. Our church is not an audience. We believe our our church is an army. We believe our church is a movement. We believe our church is a group of people that have been called out. The biblical word for for church, the Greek word for church, ekklesia, is an assembly that has been called together for a specific purpose. We want people to know when when they sit in our our church service, we, we are a movement and we are following a calling. Um, and and if you could arrange them according to our mission statement, because of the Great Commission, we're trying to find people who don't know Jesus yet. Because of the Great Commandment, we're trying to turn them into passionate Christians who love God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because of the Great Compassion, we're trying to, once they connect with God, help them to connect with hurting people in the world. We want people to understand we are more than a one-hour service. We are more than a building we are more than an organization, we are more than a place to belong to. We are a movement that started 2000 years ago and that will continue the next 2000 years if Jesus doesn't come back yet. And we want people to know when you're a part of us, you're you're a part of you're a part of a calling that exists to see people who don't know Jesus yet come to know Jesus, that exists to help people who are Christians become more passionate in their faith, that exists to help people who follow Jesus Love the world better. That's what we're a part of. We're glad you're here, but we 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 want you to be with us on mission, not just in church.
1: And we want people to know whether they became a Christian on the other side of the planet or whether they became a Christian down the road. They could pop into our church, and our church would be on the mission of the Bible. Like, our church is as you mentioned those those biblical principles that that is the heartbeat of our church i had a great conversation with a young man yesterday who's struggling in life and i just tried to pour hope into his heart to let him know to come get plugged in let us help you grow let us help you become a passionate christian because i know god wants to do great things in your life and i mean this was a young man who's really hurting who was trying to decide you know whether life was worth living beyond today um, and and we want anyone who comes, who's far from God or deeply hurting, like like many in our country are right now, to know that we're we love them and we're here for them. Uh, so yeah, that's why uh, that's why we say it every single week. You know, during our Christmas services, 141 people made spiritual decisions. You might say I've heard 140. I heard less before. People keep letting us know. Uh, it's been really great. People keep emailing. Um, just uh, I think yesterday we got another email which made it 141. Uh, so to help people understand and grow, we're, we're offering not only a kids' faith class that uh, Tara will offer with her team this Sunday, the 10th, after church, then we're also having what we call a best day ever, kind of a new believers class, again, on the 10th and on the 17th at 3 o'clock, kind of right before our wait and pray evenings. Uh, if you're inter- interested, if you're listening, maybe you have a friend or family member who came to Christ at Christmas, You can email us if you'd like to join. Just email uh, at activate at take the journey dot cc if you would like to attend or get information about attending it virtually. We will also offer that virtually, uh, that Best Day Ever class. But Pastor Christian, what what's your hope for these 141 people who made spiritual decisions?
0: You know, in Matthew 13, Jesus talks about the parable of the sower, and he talks about how when the gospel, when, this, when the seed of the gospel is sown, uh, some lands along the path, some lands along the rocky soil, some lands along the thorny soil, and some lands on good soil where it produces a crop thirty, sixty, even a hundred times what was sown. Um, my hope is that the seeds that were scattered and the spiritual decisions that were acknowledged and again we uh, we don't know we don't know all of these people personally, but we know they told us, I just prayed to respond to Jesus' invitation to be in a relationship with him. Churches don't save people. Invitations don't save people. Jesus saves people. And at events like Christmas and Easter, we let people know they have been invited by God to be in a relationship with Jesus if they will repent of their sin and if they will commit to follow Jesus and if they will turn over their life, their past, their future, their eternity to him. Um, And then we celebrate with those who say, I've done that. And 141 people up to this point have said, Hey, I did that. My, my hope is that their hearts are soft enough for the seed to sink into good soil. Scripture says that when people are saved, the Holy Spirit seals their heart for the day of redemption. My prayer is that every one of those people who prayed and said they made a spiritual decision has already had the Holy Spirit begin to wrap itself around their heart to seal them for the day of redemption and that they will begin their discipleship journey. Jesus said, come and follow me, not just say a prayer and accept me. So now I pray that those that they came with, who hopefully were believers in Jesus, will take them by the hand and begin to lovingly lead them back, invite them back, and walk with them on their spiritual journey. But really, we know discipleship is a work of the Holy Spirit and kind of the local church in tandem, and we pray that God just keeps whispering to their heart, we pray that they take our next step of coming to a class, we pray they get a Bible that they get into the word that they get on a reading plan that they can, that they come to our prayers, like we pray they learn to walk with Jesus, and that the soil in their heart is soft, and that they that they bear fruit, fruit that will last, and that they reproduce thirty sixty or even a hundred times what was sown that 's my prayer is that those who said yes to Jesus will begin to walk with Jesus and have their life transformed by Jesus, by learning the spiritual disciplines, pl- disciplines practicing the spiritual disciplines, engaging in spiritual community. And eventually, like we said in our growth track, know God, be transformed, discover who God created them to be, what God created them to do, and then do it to to make a difference. Like that's that's the goal, that the great commandment and the great compassion and the great commission will happen in their life.
1: And I know like, um, over the last so many years, the great joy of your life, my life, and our staff has been to see the baptisms and the yes. testimonies where at times we wondered and then a year later we we hear uh, people whose lives gave, came to Christ last Easter two easters ago, and they're you know they 're now sharing their story of their journey since then it 's so great to see how they came to Christ they raised their hands they they prayed at home virtually like the yep. gentleman who just told us. Uh, during the Christmas Eve service. So, yeah, we we love uh, having these, uh, these testimonies as part of our services of people getting baptized. Uh, the message title, as you mentioned, is Why We Pray. You reference Acts chapter 1, and then you give two motivations to pray, the kingdom, the kingdom's coming, and the fact that Jesus is coming again. Uh, we're starting Wait and Pray this Sunday evening uh, at 5 o'clock. Uh, what what should be the hope and posture of every person who attends this 10 days of waiting and praying so if 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 the people who pray with us over the next 10 days have
0: the heart of the disciples in acts chapter 1 they they will have a heart that is deeply desperate and deeply motivated and i don't know how if you are a follower of jesus in 2021 in our country At this time, this week in particular, how you cannot be looking around and be desperate for Jesus to be in charge. So in Acts chapter 1, Jesus, you know, he he is resurrected and he's appeared and he's told the disciples, wait, you know, wait and pray. And they're like, like, why are you going to are you going to restore the kingdom? Basically, they were saying, like, are you going to take over? Are you going to fix this place? Are you going to are you going to get rid of all the wrong and are you going to bring everything that's right? Like, are you finally going to fix this place spiritually? And he said, "I'm, I'm going to go to heaven, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to you, and you're going to be a part, like one day, one heart, one life at a time of fixing this place, but they were desperate for Jesus to be in charge. Ryan, I am desperate for for Jesus to be in charge. Um, we talked about a little bit on Sunday of the week in politics, and and I made the statement, n- not only am I glad that I'm not not only am I glad that I'm not from Washington D.C. this week." I'm glad that I'm not from planet earth because I was born on planet earth, but I was born again to a heavenly kingdom. And I'm glad this place isn't my home because it is broken and I don't want to stay here forever. I want to go home. So when I think about the the heartbeat of prayer, people who are looking around thinking this place doesn't feel like my spiritual home. Jesus is pray. One thing that will allow you in the midst of the chaos of the world to live in the kingdom of God is to get on your knees and put yourself in a posture of saying, I do not live in this world. I live in the kingdom of the heavenly father and in prayer is my connection to the kingdom. So there's this desperation that Jesus, please come fix this place. But then there's this understanding and acknowledgement that Jesus is coming back the disciples are standing on the Mount of Olives and they're looking in, into the sky and the angel said to him, listen, the son of man who's like, who's ascended, he's going to come back just like you saw him leave. So like, go to work. And I said in my message that we stay in touch with those we expect to be in touch with. And if more Christians expected Jesus to come back at the end of this week, they would stay in touch through like... If you expected to be in touch with Jesus, you would stay in touch with Jesus. Listen, he's coming back. He's going to come to you or you're going to come to him. And it's going to be in in the blink of an eye. Your life is like a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Before you know it, you're going to be in touch with Jesus. So stay in touch with Jesus on a daily basis. Stay in touch. My hope is that those who are coming to pray are desperate for Jesus to be in charge of their life and their world for a few moments in the kingdom, because they may have been born on this earth, but they were not born again to this earth. They were born again to a heavenly kingdom. And when they pray, they exist in a moment of time in that heavenly kingdom. And then they're staying in touch with one they fully expect to be in touch with in the future, Jesus, who they'll see face to face one day.
1: We're looking forward to this uh, 10 days. Some of you listening, you're familiar with our 21 days of prayer, same format. We hope you'll come. We know many people, Pastor Christian, were not able to come because it's always been in the morning. So we're excited right. to offer three evenings. Yep. So if you're listening and you're like, "Nah, I can't come. Yes, you can. Like each Sunday is going to be at five o'clock. The Tuesday night, Is that at seven? It's at six thirty. Six thirty. So Yeah, so the
0: so January tenth at five PM, January seventeenth at five PM, January nineteenth at six thirty PM of course, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., Saturday, 9 a.m., all of them online as well. But yeah, we'd love to have people in the house if uh, if they can come. And yeah, maybe, maybe they can never come in the morning, so we've got some evening times for people to come and be a part of our prayer services.
1: Yeah, we spread out all over the building, so we'd love for you to come be a part of the worship, be a part of the short little message, and then personal prayer time spread all over if it's a nice day. Man, we've got people walking the ground, so come and be a part of that as always you can join us virtually for that as well but we'd love to see you in person. Pastor Christian as we conclude today can you can you share your spiritual word for 2021?
0: Yeah, it's a it's actually a spiritual phrase um that I will share in our first wait and pray service on on the 10th. Okay. Um and I changed it because it in in the middle of December it was one word uh, and then I, as I got to the end of December I I had kind of a collection of words stirring um in my heart and danielle and i went to drop our little girl off on new year's eve uh, casey stayed all night with one of her friends weather was bad so we thought we'll drive her and pick her up so she doesn't have to drive in the weather and i was driving home and, and danielle i you know i had i had told my word earlier it was going to be adaptable i felt like god said just be 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 real adaptable in 2021 you don't know what it's going to bring um and he kind of grown comfortable with um hey i'm going to hold things loosely and just just be faithful Uh, But I told Danielle as we were driving home, I said, man, I don't feel like I've nailed down my word. I feel like what I need, I feel like what I like if I'm looking for what my soul needs, it's something in the realm of peace or trust or joy or hope or or positivity. Like I just I want to live in a posture um, that believes God so much like that I feel it cuz mentally I know it but I'm like sick of being overwhelmed and waiting on the other shoe to drop I just feel like this year God is telling me to change my internal dialogue in my internal posture and I it's it's got to be like I um I want to be at peace I want to be at joy um but I feel like that has to come through trust so I don't know if my word is trust or hope or whatever and Danielle said, you know, I've, she said, I think she told me to shut up because um, she's like, shut, you know, shut up. I've been thinking the exact same thing. And she said, I've actually been thinking of a phrase, the phrase joyful in hope from Romans twelve twelve. Romans twelve twelve 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, fervent in prayer. And she said, I've been thinking about that phrase joyful in hope that I feel like I need more of that, too, Um, but I don't feel like I can have joy if I don't live in hope. So it is kind of both of those things. And I said, I'm going to steal it. Um, so I, I took that from her and I will speak on that as my word for the year. And then Saturday she's leading our devotion and all of our directors are supposed to speak on the word. She said, how am I going to, how, how come I six days after you give your word, I give mine, even though it's the exact same. And I said, cause I'm the pastor and that's the way it works. Um, <laughs> but my, My direction for the year, Ryan, what I need, not what I want, what I need, what I desperately need is I need to learn how to be joyful because of, because of the hope of Jesus. I'm not there yet. I desperately need, I need to be for my wife. There's a reason my wife isn't there because I'm not there. Uh, I need to be for my kids. I need to be for our staff. I need to be for our church. So praying God might transform me from the inside out because of the hope that I have um, I can experience joy, and it's interesting. We're praying today at the end of our staff meeting over each other in our words. Kindred, our worship leader was was praying for me, and he brought even a different angle. And I said, you know, joy, joyful and hope. And he prayed and said, Lord, we know um, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if Christian finds joy, he finds strength. And I thought, man, Amen. Let's go. Like if I find joy, that comes from hope. Um, I'll be strong, and that's 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 what I want. So. That is um, that is my pursuit, to live with
1: enough hope that I experience joy and it becomes my strength. It's a great phrase. Uh, as you know, if you're listening, if you've listened to messages recently, we, we've we talked about having a word for the year. So if you haven't, you don't have one yet, I would encourage you because it gives you some real direction and, and focus for the year. Obviously, Pastor Christian is going to be focusing um, on finding joy that brings uh, joy in the hope that he has. And uh, my word's influence. I'll be sharing about that when I when I share during wait and pray. But God's been working in, in each of our lives over the last year. And uh, I want to encourage you to find a spiritual word for 2021. Pastor Christian, thanks. It's been great. We had a few weeks off. It's uh, great to be back on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we know we got some great people uh, listening from around the world. We're glad you've tuned in. We'd love to see you in person at service, either 8, 9, 30, or 11. Uh, or you can, uh, of course, join us online on Facebook, uh, YouTube, our JCI app, or on our website. As always, we'd love to hear from you. If uh, there's anything we can do for you, let us know how God's working in your life. You can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. Otherwise, we look forward to catching you next time on the Activate Podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Activate. We would love for you to join us in person for one of our weekly worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Help us get the word out about this resource. You can do so by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this episode on your favorite social media platform. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Activate podcast.